Welcome to Tame the Circus Brain. You guys, I'm so excited to talk about what's going on in my heart with leadership lately. I'm really excited for the second part of this conversation. I feel like these lessons, I have come by the hard way for sure, and I want to make sure that I'm downloading anything that I could possibly give into your life. And so thank you so much for tuning in, and I'm excited for you to hear this conversation. It's an incredible thing how much people stand up into whatever you call them into. This is another thought I've been working on that I've just been developing and processing in my head to talk about with you. My sister-in-law and I were just talking about my my beautiful niece, Lyric, who I learned so much from. And we were just talking about how crazy it is when you really just want to please your parents. And it's like, how did our parents do it? Like, what did our parents do that made us want to rise above and get to a point where we just so desperately wanted to do a good job for them. And her mom said, I expected you to, I expected you to, so you did. And I believe that I think so many times we just get to a point where if we are just so disappointed and we manage our expectations with people, which I get it, I definitely do that too, for sure. But if we work to call each other higher and we just say, let's be better and let's lead from a greater vantage point, it's amazing how people really will step into that. And if you're like, I expect you to be on time, I expect you to deliver these variables, uh, it's an amazing thing. Now, I also believe you can't get mad at somebody or somebody can't get, quote unquote, in trouble if they don't know what the rules are. I feel like if there are unspoken expectations, that's not fair. Then we're trying to read minds. And it's like, who can do that? So when I'm upset about something, my first thought is, well, did I make this clear? Did I make this expectation clear? And sometimes I think, well, I thought it was clear. But if I were to revisit that and I think about how that person processed the information or where we were, the context of the conversation, that it was among a hundred other things we went through, I could see how it could fly past that person. Or if I didn't put it in writing or whatever, like if I, the first stop is that I do a good job articulating it. And even if in my perspective, I think I did, if they didn't catch it, then, you know, okay, let's, let's work on this. So I just feel like there's so much value in raising other people up too. And I know not everyone uh, is in a position for this, but moms, I love this when, you know, whole households carry the weight. And I know that it's easy for me to say without any kids, but just from my perspective, I have some friends that are like, you're part of this household, then that means you contribute. And so I watch the feeling that the kids get when they know that they're contributing, they feel responsible. And then there's also this thing where it's like, yeah, I'm old enough to do this. I did it myself. It's like they they get their own sense of accomplishment from achieving and learning how to do things. And even if they're like, no, I don't want to do this. It's like you too bad. You're part of this family. You carry your way to the household. And I just think that's really cool. In other settings, there have been years that I will just do things myself because it takes so much time to teach somebody else how to do it. And finally, I got to a point where I couldn't, I physically couldn't, I couldn't do everything. I couldn't carry everything. So I started getting to a point where I started empowering, entrusting, teaching, coaching people to do things. And I would give them things that it was a coachable moment. Like it was a moment that 
they could grow in that wasn't going to be mortifying if they failed. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I tried to start giving people things in moments where there weren't tons of eyes on them or it wasn't a situation where thousands of people are going to be disappointed if they make a mistake. Not yet, not in the beginning. I started giving them small tasks and then we would learn big lessons on small tasks. And that is where I've raised an incredible team. So we start with, and we're not perfect, nobody's perfect, but man, they're perfect for me. You know, we love each other. So I I started working with them going, okay, let's learn this. Like, let's run this errand. Okay, now come back to me. Now, why did you make that decision? Okay, now next time, if I were in that position, I would have made this decision. This is why. And I start teaching them a way of thinking and start opening their minds so that when they are in other, because there's no way to teach somebody how, what to do and how to think in every scenario because you're not with them in every scenario. But if I can teach enough overarching pillars of of the reason why behind why the decisions are made the way they are, then they are equipped to be able to get a way to approach things. It's like a way of thinking. And it's really helpful when you're all sort of thinking on the same zone. Like I don't want everyone to think like me. I don't want everyone to agree with me. That is not helpful. It's not helpful when everybody just says we love it. It's like, wait a minute, not everyone's going to love this. So I want to hear different angles So it's not that I want everyone to have my opinion. I actually don't want everyone to have my opinion so that I have more sharp and efficient minds around me. But I do want them to know why I think the way I do. And it helps them to be able to make just a very educated decision when I'm not available. And even if they make a decision I wouldn't make, I listen to why they made it. Hey, okay, cool. Real quick. Tell me why, why, what you were thinking here. And it's amazing when I do that, how many things I learn. I'm like, actually, that's a really, I see why you concluded this from that. And instead of just being mad that they didn't do something the way I would do it, because honestly, nobody does things the way you would do it. And I think that's okay. I think it's cool to empower and inspire and equip people to do things the way they do it, just as long as we hit the important things in the right place. And again, it's important where we go. It doesn't matter really how we get there. Sometimes it matters how we get there. As long as like feelings are not hurt, people are respected and honored. Uh, I'm not talking about being easily offended. I'm just saying there's no reason to have casualties around you. I really believe in communicating, loving each other, honoring each other, respecting where other people are at and really listening when they speak, really listening. And all those things, I feel like, contribute to a much safer ground than it does when you just are sort of like, this is how we do it. Okay, you're not in our vibe. Then, you know, get them out of here. Get somebody else in here because you're just stronger together and you're strong when you're with people in unity that aren't necessarily the, I don't know, it's just powerful to have different perspectives. So wherever you're at with your leadership, with your motherhood, fatherhood, with whatever's going on in your world, you're leading somebody. Even if you're the most isolated, introverted person, I believe people are looking to you for leadership or to listen to what your opinion is about something. Like somebody is following you or at least listening to you. So try whatever you're doing to lead from a point of rest. Wearing yourself down does not give you extra points. You having to go on smoke with your 
body, like where you're absolutely exhausted and you you have no, nothing in your reserves, guess what? There's no congratulations for that. It's actually poor leadership. I've done it for years. I've done it for years and felt really good about myself because I was such a, a very hard worker. The truth is, I think that what I was doing was being irresponsible by leading from a place of fatigue. And I know that that's a luxury that not all of us can afford all the time, but I'm learning that I have nothing to give if I don't have anything to give. I mean, newsflash, like I have to recharge myself, stay inspired, keep myself sharp and fresh and encouraged and come back together with everybody when I'm in a in the best place that I can get myself at no matter what's going on. So meaning like right now, I'm definitely not operating from my best place right now, but I'm operating from the best place I can with where I'm at right now. I'll tell you that. So I'm working to rest. I'm working to take care of myself, to nurture myself so that I have something to offer the team when I'm coming together with them. I'm doing the best that I can to be responsible. And sometimes that means going to a movie. Sometimes that means going to play golf. Sometimes that means running. I would, I definitely believe in exercise because it just mentally helps and it emotionally helps. I've never heard anybody say, I really regret that exercise is part of my lifestyle. Um, I know that it's not fun. I know like 2% of the world thinks it's a blast. Congratulations, you guys. But, um, I mean, some things I love, I love lifting weights. I love those ridiculous boot camps that you're not sure if you're going to survive through. I loved CrossFit, except I looked like I was here to move your furniture. So I don't know. It didn't work in my body, but uh, maybe I did it wrong for you CrossFitters. Hey, go for it. Keep going. I think it's great. So I just want to encourage you, whatever you need to do, I have a meeting with myself. I have a life meeting with myself whenever I just sort of feel lost or that I've been leading from the ground too much and I need a better vantage point, I pull myself away and I have a meeting with myself and I think, how am I going to get out of here? What am I, what is my strategy to get out of this place? Okay. I'm going to work with my 24 hour schedule. I'm going to work with putting myself back on my calendar. I am going to run or exercise for one hour. I am going to stretch. What are the things that I want to do? I make a list of the things I want to do to make myself feel better. I'm going to get my nails done. I'm going to fix my hair, but I have a huge head of hair that is very hard to manage in my lifestyle. It's just thick and long, which listen, I know some of you are like, oh, we're so sad for you. Yes, I feel blessed that it's nice, but man, it's hard to take care of sometimes. So I just set myself up where I'm at. I make a list of the things that make me feel better or things that I need to do reading when I'm consistently reading every day, when I'm exercising every day, when I'm taking care of myself, whitening my teeth, stretching, whatever. I make that list and then I take those as tasks and then I put them into my calendar. And so it's a way I take action where I build those tasks into my daily schedule so I can fulfill my long-term goals. And I work to be the best I can be so that I can have a team that has a good leader that's prepared for them and that's ready and that has something to offer. I work to not have a bunch of weird offenses. I work to forgive people quickly because for me, it's selfish. I forgive everybody because I can't handle it. My heart cannot bear holding a grudge or offense against somebody because I cannot hold a grateful heart and a mad heart at the same time. It's too hard. I don't have the energy for it. So I choose to have the grateful heart. And don't worry, 
it's tested all the time. I work very, very, very hard to keep myself there. So I'm not like, come on over to the side of forgiveness. It's so easy and wonderful. No, I'm with you. It's hard. I hurt people's feelings. Forgive me. I never mean to. I never intend one time to set out to hurt somebody's feelings. But I guarantee I do. We all do. Nobody's perfect. But let's just endeavor to be as great as we can be, as good as we can. And remember that you being a great leader, you being a whole person, you doing things that fulfills parts in you that nothing else does is a gift to your family. It's a gift to your friends. It's a gift to your community. It's a gift to your team because you come in happy, recharged, smart, feeling good, feeling, dare I say, good looking. You know, you've taken yourself and you've put yourself together and you put a better outfit on than usual and you walk into Whole Foods feeling like, please, I don't want to see one of my exes. Instead, you're like, game on. Where are my exes? You know what I'm saying? Like, it needs to be a point where you take care of yourself enough where you're proud to face the world. And I understand that that takes energy, but that's why not everybody does it. Have you looked around? It truly feels like we're at the world's biggest pajama party. America is all going to sleep and we're going to work like that. I mean, I've done it before. I really try not to do it very often. So I want to encourage you to do whatever it takes to feel good, to feel happy. No need using a mug that you hate. Get a pretty mug that you love. And I don't mean to be just frivolous with money, but be intentional with surrounding your daily life with things that make you smile because your life is full of just days. That is what your life is full of. And the, the days go by slow and the years go by fast. I heard that recently and it really is true. And I just want to love every day. So I just want to encourage you, take care of yourself, get yourself out of your position so you could see from a better perspective where we're going as a family. We, I want to, I want my kids to eat more healthy things. Okay, great. Make those choices. Start studying, start researching who has done this well, who is doing a great job at feeding their kids. Caitlin Meyer has an awesome whole channel on YouTube about feeding her kids healthy food. I send so many people there because it's something that is really hard to figure out because she has figured out how to do it on a budget and how to do it uh, on the time budget. Like she has two little ones that truly do cook with her and she shops at a place we have here in America called Aldi. Aldi is awesome. So whatever it is that you're wanting to do with yourself, with your family, with your business, uh, if you wanna run things more efficiently in any way, I just encourage you to pull away and to get time to think and to really look at where I'm going, where, visualize and picture, where am I headed? What do I see? And how are we going to get there? And have a, a mission that you're going, what What are you working on? Are you working on behavioral stuff with your kids? Like by the end of this year, we're all going to be more patient. Or uh, my son is going to memorize this certain song or whatever it is that you're trying to do as your tasks to fulfill those long-term goals Start breaking it down. It's amazing how good you feel at the end of the day when you have check marks on some of those things. It's so satisfying. It is a great feeling. Well, thank you guys so much for letting me be in your world and for tuning into this. I hope you liked it. Don't forget to go to iTunes and review it and share it with your friends. That is the way that the words get into the right hearts is by you passing it along to people. That's an important thing to me is I want these 
words and conversations to get to the right people. So help me do that. Thank you so much. And I'll be back to talk more soon. Thank <laughs> you.